Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our 5 p.m. online service. You know, uh, we're entering now into a new season of our lives. We're going uh, back, no? Meron tayong step back. Why? Because it's now, again, M-E-C-Q. And I'm all for it. Why? Because new laws or this laws actually will protect all of us. And we hope that you are complying with the laws of the land. We hope that you are socially distant. Even us here in church, we're also trying to minimize people. No? We are in a skeletal workforce no? so that we will be able to comply with MECQ. Speaking about MECQ, one of the things that uh, we have all experienced is that every time the government would tell us, oh, this is the season, ah, MECQ, and then GCQ, MGCQ, hanggang ZZCQ at every Q, we'll realize that when, uh, whenever we step back, just like this time, we don't like the feeling of being restricted. It's good for us, it will protect us, it will make sure that we are not going to be exposed by this virus or this pandemic. But at the same time, we hate the feeling of restriction. If you uh, know what I'm talking about, just type that there. No? If it's your first time, by the way, please like Victory Green Hills Facebook and we would like to chat with you. So you can just type there, hi, so that we can get in touch with you. Restrictions. Restrictions lead to change. We don't like being caged. We don't like being restricted. And because of that, we actually experience struggles. I don't know if you're familiar with this hashtag, but if you check the Instagram, there are 7.4 million people who have used this hashtag. hashtag. Here we go again. What is this hashtag? This is the hashtag. The struggle is real. You know, they've made memes about this. It's about trivial things, about craving, about being lazy and not wanting to go to work. It's about this pandemic and trying to learn new things. The struggle is real. But you know, I believe that you will agree with me when I say this. Beyond the meme, this pandemic is really a struggle. It's real struggle that we are all experiencing today. Just me watching my wife uh, travel to her office, and it's, it's a very far office. I know that she's having a hard time. Why? Because the struggle is real. We all are experiencing struggles in our lives today. And that's why um, as we dig deep on how we'll be able to handle the struggles of life, I believe that we will overcome the struggles that we are encountering today. And that's why let's allow Paul to unpack the gospel because this is the reality that I want to share to all of you today. That the struggles that we are encountering in life today is also connected to how we understand the gospel. And so if you want to get out of the struggle that you are encountering, that may be trivial or that may be a lot, I believe the word of God will be an encouragement to you today. And so let's just take this time to bow down our heads as we prepare for the word. Lord, thank you that you are a God who knows our struggles. Lord, thank you that the things that we are going through today, during this pandemic, it might be a personal thing to us. It might, we might be directly affected or people that we love are affected by this. Lord, allow us to see you today. Allow us to overcome the struggles that we have in life. Thank you, Lord God, that as Paul unpacks chapter 7 of Romans, we will be able to understand the struggles that we have and how to overcome them. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Paul starts with um, 
the introduction. No? Introduction of verse 7 is the law. And you have to understand, when we talk about the law, uh, as people today, we get a lot of new laws. And daming bagong law na binibigay sa atin so that we need to comply to. Why? Because it's good for us. Verse 9 of chapter 7 says, I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandments came, sin came alive and I died. Because of, because of the law being in front of us, knowing that there is a law, Paul was saying that during his time, when he learned about the law, what happens? It actually made him die to the law. It was hard for him. The law, how do we respond to the law? Imagine this. This pandemic has given us different laws. And what do we do? We question them. Sino sa inyo yung ganon? You question the law. Bakit naman kailangan mag-face mask na bago, uh, mag-face shield by August, uh, like this, like that? If that's you, just type there, question. If you are the type of person that you questions, that you question the law. If you're the type of person that you defy the law, yung hindi mo talaga follow. You, you don't follow it because you believe that you have your own philosophy, just type there, defy. Or are you the type of person who resent the law? Yung laging, ano, yung galit ka, no? yung pag mayroong sinabing mag, mag, may bagong law, for some reason, you are the type of person who, who would rant about it, di kailangan yan, you would champion an alternative way of doing things. It's either we question the law, we defy the law, or we resent the law. But there's also another extreme of people in compliance of the law. And that those are people who follow the law. I have to share with you today, that the pandemic laws that are available, I've been following them strictly. Why? For some reason, no, I'm scared. That's why I follow it to the detail. Means an ako with the law. And so I realized that not only do I follow the law, this is what happens whenever I go out, whenever I ride the elevator no, in our, where, where we live. I, I live in the ninth floor of our 12-bedroom uh, condo. And guess what? I try not to breathe. Hanggang dumating ng lower ground. Imagine that, no? Talagang takot na tal- talagang ninth floor. Tapos pag alam mong hihinto, talagang... There was a time, no? Pagdating ng ground floor, violet na ako. I followed the law. And I realized that following the law was not good also for me. Why? Because whenever I see people not following the law, naiinis ako. Whenever I see people not following the law or complying, sometimes I want to confront them. There's a time that somebody entered the elevator and the elevator only had a maximum of four. I don't know how to do it. I was angry. I was frustrated. And so I had actually struggles with the law. It was revealing the pride that I had. It was revealing the, yung, alam yung yabang na meron ka. It was, I, it was, I, I was angry. And Lord. How many of you can relate to that? You know, the law is meant to protect us, but it has a different effect in each and every one of us. Verse 10, it says, The very commandment that promised life proved, proved, proved to be death to me. My resolution, I remember when I was a starting believer, when I, when I first came to Christ, when I would read the law, I realized, ang hirap gawin ito. And so you know my application or how I face the law. And this is not what I want you to do today because I knew it was wrong. I only focused on the Word of God where there are promises and I disregarded the law. Ang hirap sundin. Diba? Ang hirap sundin ang law. And so what happened? This is my experience. I struggled to follow the law. 
This is the first law that Paul was talking about, the first struggle that he was talking about in chapter 7. People really have a hard time in following the law. I don't know about you, but I have not followed the law completely. The law that the pandemic has, the law of the land, especially the word of God, the commands of God. It's very difficult to follow the law. And so the question is, is the law bad? Masama ba yung law? Bakit ganon? Is the law leading us to death? Is, is it the law that keeps us from doing what is right? I like how Paul said it in verse 14. He says, the trouble is not with the law. Why? Because the law is spiritual. God created the law. God gave the law to Moses so that he could give to the people. And so there's nothing wrong with the law. It protects us. The problem is sin used the law so that it would actually uh, allow us or corrupt us. It would tell us, or KJ The enemy used the law for us to sin. The law is good. The problem is how we respond to it. And I like how Paul would unpack and say, Yes, we have a struggle with following the law, but it's more than that. He says in verse 14, the trouble is with me. Can you say that where you are today? The trouble is with us. For I am all too human, a slave to sin. The bigger struggle than complying with the law, the bigger problem in following the law, in the struggle in complying with the law is this, that we struggle within us. We have that struggle that we experience in our lives. How many of you today would agree with me? That there are days that it feels like there are more than one person or one personality in your body. You know, my wife would actually call me out. All of a sudden, she would ask me something. And then I would respond uh, in an irritated way. And she would tell me, But mo. Instantly, I would change. Why? There's that battle within. There's that struggle within. That when it hits a nerve, something comes out of us. How many of you uh, have experienced this? If that's you, just type there, struggling. There's that's the battle within that, uh, yung, alam niyo yung, ang gusto lang naman natin talaga is to be consistent. Lord, why am I having a hard time to be consistent in following you? Why do I have a hard time in, con- in consistency in devoting my life to you? There's that struggle. We are pulled back. We are pulled Pulled in so many ways. I found this um, uh, Instagram uh, post by uh, the actor of Hulk. See, Mark, what's his name? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Buffalo. Yeah, and this is the picture that he sent. Sabi niya, no? In January, ito daing itsura niya. And as you progress, nag-iiba na siya. And some of us respond this way. Why? Because there's that struggle within. That we feel like we want to project to be a good person outside. But the reality is, inside there's that battle. How many of you feel like you're getting green lately? Parang lumalabas yung, yung galit mo, no? And the world would tell us, how do we fix this? Ano sabi nila? All we need to do is blow steam. Just release it. And so, sabi na, ilabas mo lang yung galit mo, ilabas mo lang yung rage, and what happens? Okay ka na. And some of us say, we need to bottle it in. Just keep it to ourselves. You know, the problem with the two uh, approaches is this. Number one, we're not teapots that we just need to blow steam. And number two, 
We're not bottles that we can just keep it. What happens? It bursts. Why? Naiipon. There's that struggle within. Especially those, how many of you would agree with me? No? There are days that you want to say something, but you just don't want to say it because it's wrong. Parang naglalaban sa thoughts mo yung, alam mo yun? But what happens? You fight it. There's that battle within us. The struggle is real. And that struggle is within us. And so, some people would actually say, okay lang, pandemic, we're stuck at home. At least we're caged. We're away from the struggles of the flesh outside this world. But the problem is, after this, when we have a vaccine, what happens? We will go out of our cages. And when a lion goes out of its cage, it will behave the same way. It will attack. There's that struggle within us. And that's why Paul, for me, this is one of the verses that reminds me of the humanity and vulnerability of this great apostle. He says, I don't really understand myself. How many of you can relate to him? And he says, I don't really understand myself for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But I know that what I'm doing is wrong. This shows that I agree that the law is good. He's not disregarding that the law is bad. Sabi niya, alam ko, this is good for me. But at the same time, he says this, So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. You know, Paul was not giving an excuse. Hindi niya sinasabi, si sin kasi. He's not saying that. Why? Because he recognizes that the battle is within him. He's talking about the old nature that he has before meeting Christ. You have to understand, Paul was a Pharisee. He knew the law. And so now he has been, he, God has revealed himself through his son, Jesus Christ, to Paul. And now he has been taken out of that world where it's all about performance and compliance. And now he says, why is it I'm having a hard time? There's this struggle within me. You know, if you are familiar with this, uh, it's a novel that has been made into movies. And I believe it's also the inspiration of the character of the Hulk. How many of you are familiar with this book, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? That there's this one person, but for some reason he has two personalities. And when he drinks something, this, uh, this very evil person comes out, Mr. Hyde. He murders. And at the same time, he is battled by the, per the original person, Dr. Jekyll. You know, the author of this book, his name's Robert Louis Stevenson. And he was asked, what was your inspiration in writing this book? Do you want to know what he answered? This is his answer. He said this, I found it in my own nature. That when he was writing this novel, he could relate to the two characters. He had that Mr. Hyde. He had that double life. Wow, the struggle within us. You know, I want to share with you that for the ni first 19 years of my life, ever since I was born, I've been a slave to sin. And that's why until today, there's that idea or that, uh, there, that, there's that lie that would actually talk to me and say, oh, why aren't you doing what you used to do 19 years of your life? Grabe, bakit KJ ka na ba? Those are the, the lies that the enemy would tell me. It would actually tell me, oh, may issue ka nang gawin ngayon yan? Dati naman wala What's wrong with that? You're like that. 
It talks about the old nature. It talks about our old self before meeting Christ. One of the lies that I've heard recently is when the enemy was saying, Ang arte mo naman ngayon? Di ka na makarelate to sa dati mong friends? But you know what? That is our old nature. The Bible says, we are a new creation. There's that inner tension. There's that inner battle within us. Just like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You know, if you can relate to me, just type there. That's me. As we continue, Paul says, And I know that nothing good lives in me. Grabe, no? For the super apostle who has written 13 books in the New Testament, he actually shares the struggle that he has. What does he say? Walang magandang galing sa akin. Imagine that. He says, uh, that is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do Nawawala na ako. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. Sobrang nakakaliti si Paul, no? Sino sa inyo yung nalito habang binabasa ko? Kasi ako, nalito rin ako. Paul was actually sharing the experience no, of, of trying to fight, of trying to do what is good and trying to do what he wants to do, but eventually he can't. You know, a lot of us can relate to this. A lot of us can say that we have tried to do what is right. But for some reason, I like how Paul said it no, in the NLT version. He says, I inevitably do what is wrong. Eventually, or kahit anong sabihin niya ang gawin niya, ang sinasabi niya, eventually, he will do what is wrong. You know, Paul was emphasizing the struggle of trying to battle it out within. You know, some people actually just lose hope pag ganun yung struggle, no? And some of you might actually be in this boat right now na parang wala na, hindi na to. I will just give up. One said, I have no problem in all the struggles. All I do is give in. You know, some of you might just be saying, wala na to, I'll just do whatever just the other guy is telling me to do, that Mr. Hyde kind of life, which is sad because we know that it is bound for death and destruction. And some of us have actually turned our backs from the Lord. We feel like it's hard. As we continue, it says, I want to share with you the third struggle that we all encounter, not only the struggle in following the law, we have that struggle within, but the third one is the struggle to fight it. How many of you are having a hard time in that struggle? That you feel like, if I could only be more consistent, if I could only be more, uh, if I had that will, if I had that power and strength and courage to overcome this. You know, the problem is, having any Paul, inevitably or eventually, we will still do what is wrong. You know, I like to emphasize this. If you have time later after this preaching, I want you to go through Romans chapter 7 and count the number of times that Paul said the word I. You know, Paul was emphasizing something. I tried to count it from verse 14 to verse 25. There were 22 times Paul said, 
I. I don't do. I do. I try to do, but I can't. You know, Paul was emphasizing that if we fight it on our own, we will eventually lose. If we fight it, if we try to overcome the struggle, there are days that we win, but there are days that we will really lose. It's not I who can fix the problem. That's the problem because we are the problem. So you continue. Verse 22, he says, I love God's law with all my heart. Imagine that. He was bearing to us. He was sharing to us, yes, I have that struggle, but I never stop loving the word of God. And he continues, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind, the flesh and the mind, the flesh and the spirit, that even though our mind would tell us, let's not do that, that's wrong, eventually we give in. The power of the flesh. It says, within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Nanjan pa siya. May latak pa siya. Meron pa rin siyang konting hold sa atin. But the reality is, God has defeated that already. You know, the war between the flesh and the war uh, that we are experiencing, the struggle. I like the word war. Why? Because it's something we should not take lightly. It's something that we should be angry about. It's something that we should not cuddle. It's something that we should be passionate about and say, Lord, we need to defeat the struggle that I have. Because I want to live our lives in victory. Amen? Amen. So we continue. It says, verse 24, Oh, what a miserable person I am. The conclusion of Paul. We're talking about all his efforts, all those eyes. I want to do this. I can't. I do this. But eventually it's wrong. He concludes it with this. He's a miserable person. Paul's solution was not I. I need to do this. Paul's solution was not about a program, but his solution was not within him. His solution is someone else. He says, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? And I know that you know the answer. Verse 25, it says, thank God. Sabi ng kaibigan ko, no? Thanks, God. Ikaw ba yun, team? Nagsabi sa'yo, thanks, God. Thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. The answer is not a program. The answer is not to-do list. The answer is not, I believe, I believe, I believe. I will overcome, I will overcome. No, the answer is not found within us. The problem is us. But the solution, but the solution is Jesus. It's our relationship with Him. It's our continuous walk with Him. It's our continuous, constant surrender to Him. Why? Because we're struggling. And some of you can relate to me. I've been praying like this before. No, Lord, save me from this struggle that I have. The problem is, I'm still trying to do it my own way. I'm still trying to fix my life. I say it out of, out of death. Lord, I need your help. But the reality is, I am still doing my part. I'll do this. I'll do that. You know what Paul was emphasizing is really this. That in verse 25, after all the things that he tried, in trying to comply with the law, in trying to perform with the law, in trying to fight the battle within, that struggle within, his solution is Jesus. And so instead of struggling, we need to start surrendering. Stop struggling and start surrendering. You know, we have to realize 
that when I said a while ago, it's really understanding the gospel. Why? Because the complete gospel is that we receive Jesus not only as our Savior, but also as our Lord. Kilangan kasama yun. It's not that when Jesus saved you, you take care of your life. I'll do this, I'll do that. You know, we need to surrender our lives to the Lord today. You know, I'm almost at the end of this preaching. I want to share with you a story. You know, lifeguards. Lifeguards, the, the lifeguards that we picture has that red, alam niyo yun, yung red na, uh, uh, ano tawag doon? Basta yun, yung color red, no? hindi yun cooler. Ano yun? Floater. Yan. You know, the, the training of the lifeguard is not only to use the floater to save people. They're actually also trained to knock you out with that. Why? Because when they try to save someone and pumapalagyan, yung, uy, alam niyo yung gano'n, yung pumapalag. You know, it's dangerous not only to the one they're saving, but also to the person who is trying to save the lifeguard. And that red thing needs to knock you out so that ma-ano ka, yung parang, ah, okay, sige, ikaw na bahala. Because it's dangerous. You know, some of us actually, just like that, person who wants to be saved. We're trying to save us pa, no? Like Pastor Alan, yung ganun, yung, yung he's trying to, yung we're, try, we're struggling to, slay, to save ourselves. But in the back of our mind, we're saying, Lord, save us. You know, we need to surrender. Why? Because we can save ourselves. Jesus saves completely. Why? Just like what we have preached for the past two weeks. He has overcome sin. He has made sin powerless. He has defeated it. He has freed you from the bondage of sin. He has freed you from your sins. He has brought your sins from the, as far as east is from the west. We need to surrender our lives daily to the Lord. Amen. I want to end with this. You know, Jesus saves. Not us. Only Jesus can save us. Not only from our past, but even from our present struggles. You know, the struggle is real, but God is real too. He's faithful to free you from that struggle. He will be the one to deal with that struggle with you. Why? Because we can't save ourselves. You know, we can live our lives uh, to overcome that struggle if we are living our lives surrendered and dependent with the Lord. You know, I believe a lot of us are actually going through a life where it's all about trying to do it my way. But you know what? That kind of life is alone. That kind of life is defeated. And you know what? That kind of life is living a double life. But God doesn't want you to live that way. God God wants you to live in victory. God wants you to have that breakthrough, to live your life in the fullest. Yes, struggles will always be there until we meet Him. But you know what? we actually can live it where we can overcome it. I believe God is speaking to you today. God is revealing himself to you. Whatever that struggle is, he is willing to walk with you. He is willing to help you. I want to end with this. We're called to surrender our lives to the Lord. Matthew 11 verse 28 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. You know, struggling in life will really wear us down. It's like we're carrying a lot of things. But the Lord says, come to me. Because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And what does he say? 
I will give you rest. You know, sometimes we need to understand that the battle is not ours to fight. All we have to do is be surrendered to our Heavenly Father. You know, God desires for you not to live in darkness. You can't share it to anyone, di ba? Pagka hindi mo share sa ibang tao, nangyari. You're living alone. And that's why it's very important we live our lives in community with other believers. I have my struggles from the past. Sometimes it haunts me. But in church community, I can actually go to someone and say, hey, you know what? I need your prayers. Hey, you know what? I need you to speak life to me. And every time I do this, you know, I realize that my struggles are no different from others. And that's another lie from the enemy that you are the only one who are going through this. But you know what? God wants to free you from that. Let's live life in community. And let's live life following God. Following the life of Jesus. Because we'll know and understand that His plans for us are always good, pleasing, and perfect. Stop doing things on your own. Stop struggling. Start surrendering. Amen? Can I pray for everyone today? Lord, thank you that you are the one who knows our struggles. Lord, you know what we are going through today. You mind di namin ma-share? Lord, ikaw lang may alam. Even the closest people, sometimes you don't even open up to. But Lord, today, we choose to surrender it to you. Lord, I don't want my brothers and sisters to carry these struggles anymore. Allow them to surrender it. Lord, send people to speak life to them. Send people they can trust. Lord, reveal your word that whenever they open your word, it will be a lamp to their feet that will guide them. Lord, thank you that you are the one who saves. Lord, you saved us before and you're saving us until today. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you that you're not yet done with all of us. Lord, di ka patapos. And so the struggles that we are going through, Lord, I know there's a reason. There's a reason that you want us to grow. There's a reason that you want us to be stronger. But Lord, never let go. Lord, allow us, Father, to be with you all the days of our lives. Lord, hold us by the hand, Panginoon. Salamat. Panginoon, salamat that we can worship you today. Panginoon, salamat of your faithfulness. Lord, thank you that we will stop struggling and start surrendering our lives to you. Lord, if it needs for us to preach the gospel to ourselves, we will do it. Because that's the only way that we will realize that it's not really about us. But it's about you, Jesus. Lord, thank you. Bless everyone. Bless our weeks. Thank you, Lord God, that you are providing for everyone. Lord, surprise my brothers and sisters this week. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. God bless you all. Keep safe.